We are living in unprecedented times. No matter what industry you come from, we must all review, rethink, and reinvent ourselves. Are you an entrepreneur that is trying to adapt your business to the new norm? Well, you are listening to the 2020 Entrepreneur, a podcast that will motivate you and have you think outside of the box. My name is Hugo Almeida, and with over 30 years of being an entrepreneur, I am here to share and inspire you with my experiences and help invent a new you. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to T20E World. Hugo here, and I have a very special guest with us today, the Queen of Freestyle. Judy Torres. Say hello, Judy. Hello, Hugo. How are you today? Oh, good, Judy. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. I am flipping off the walls here to have you on our show. Thank you. And what an Aww. amazing career, Judy. I have to say, I guess you have to sometimes step back and look at everything you've accomplished. I mean, freestyle. You're an artist, an actress, radio personality. You've been on TEDx, and today, mm -hmm. today I'm excited because we're going to talk up a little bit about your podcast, A Beautiful Life. You're a certified master life coach, Judy. My goodness. Yeah, Woo! can you believe it? <laughs> That's a lot, Judy. I thought I thought I did a lot of things in my career. You've you've well, covered you know, everything. I, I feel like I feel like we're you know we have a real short time on Earth here, right? Agreed. So this is and this is my belief. I believe that we were created to have a purpose and our job is to make sure that we know what that purpose is. So while we're here, I also think we're here to learn things. I think number one, we're here to love. We're here to, to grow. We're here to learn to forgive people and learn to not, to, not to judge. In the meantime, we're also here to evolve. So to me, if, if someone said, who are you? What do you do for a living? You know, years ago, I would have said, oh, I'm a singer. Sure. Oh, yeah, and I do radio also. Yeah. Now, when I look at everything I do, the bottom line is I'm a communicator. I love that. I love to, I love to communicate. And every penny that I make has to do with me using my voice in some capacity. So I noticed a few years ago that I was getting a lot of emails from fans and I would say a good 60, 70% of those emails were people asking me for advice. Don't know why, <laughs> but I, I guess I'm that person. You're a great so, listener. Um, I love doing that. And I've always loved doing that because when I was in college, I wanted to become a psychiatrist and my music career took off and that didn't happen. And when I was uh, in college, I thought about doing music therapy. So I always wanted to help people that's always been there. And so a couple of years ago, I hired a life coach to help me. And she, about three months into our working together, she said, have you ever thought about life coaching? <laughs> and I said, yeah, actually, I always have. I thought about it, but it's really expensive. And she's like, well, I think you should do it because I think it's just, you're just a natural at it as you're speaking to me and you tell me the things you tell people. And, and I said, okay. So I looked into it and, you know, I, I love attacking something new and learning new things. And so here I am. And thank God, because when the pandemic hit, sure, all of a sudden my show stopped, you know, yes, um, yes. since March, I've had one show. Yes. I remember and this is, got you know, I was doing two shows a week regularly. So it's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so thankfully I had launched the, the, the coaching thing along with the podcast. It's helped me get some clients. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do group life coaching and I do motivational speaking. And so I've come up with a, a, a lot of clients now because people are, as you said, flabbergasted and they're tired <laughs> and they're scared. 
You know, this is a this is a time where people are really afraid, a feeling of uncertainty. And sure. we as humans, we can't stand uncertainty. We want to know what's going um, on now. We, we want to control our ability. That's right. You know? That's right. But we can't do that all the time. We can't. Judy, I think you summed everything up in one word. And it's funny here because the connection's amazing, which is literally one of the reasons, you know, I said, you know, I, I got to reach out to Judy Torres. I mean, and just for our listeners out there, Judy doesn't remember me, but we met many, many years ago at I a nightclub in Jersey voice, City. Believe it or not, that sounds weird, but I remember your voice. I got to share with everybody. It's one of those things, and Judy sums it up in one word, and I feel the same way, communicator. Because in my career, and in all of the things that I've also done, and I've talked about this in the past with my listeners, right, is I communicate all the information, the knowledge, the experiences, the ups, the downs with everybody. I just feel like sometimes I've always been that friend, right? That psychologist mm -hmm. or just trying to analyze my buddies that come to me with. Yeah, oh like my, you're, you're the you're the I'm friend the go to. I'm the go to. I'm the go to. Growing you go, up, I got this situation. Dude, what Can would you, you do me? in this scenario? I'm like, well, right. let's, let's uh -huh. step back. But anyway, I think it's just amazing. It really is. And I was very impressed, Judy. The TEDx. How did that gig happen? That's pretty cool. You know, out of the blue, literally, no and, a, and I have to say a lot of things that happened in my career happened out of the blue. Out of the blue, I got this phone call, hey, Judy, would you like to do TEDx? And it's funny because my life coach did a TEDx also, oh, and really? she had recommended me. And I said, no, no, I'm not ready. And someone else said something to me. I said, no, I'm not ready. So I get this call and I tell the person, I'm not ready. Oh, and, she, and she said, well, we think you are, and that's why we're reaching out to you. Oh, uh, but it would be in Chicago. And I said, okay. So I'm thinking, okay, what should I talk about? And I remembered this um, instance where I took my mom to Lane Bryant, which is a plus size women's store. And I had given her a credit card as a gift. Yeah, and I said, yeah. mom, whenever you need any clothes at all, just go there and buy it. No limit, just go. I always wanted to do that for her, you know, because growing up with a single mom, um, you know, oldest of five, I just always wanted to say, here, mom, just do it. And here it is almost a year later, she never used the card. <laughs> oh, that's the way so I mom. finally got upset. I said, I'm taking you with me and you're going to go shopping. And I noticed she went straight to the back of the store, to the clearance section. Yeah, sure. Now, I want to I want to make sure your listeners understand there is no shame in the clearance section. Absolutely and you can not. find some really good things there. However, I noticed that she always goes to the clearance section, no matter where we go. <laughs> so I'm like, Why? It, it was driving me crazy. And I know for me... Judy, are you talking about up, my mom? <laughs> say again? Say are you again? talking about my mom? <laughs> yeah, I might be talking about your mom too. You know, I growing up very poor, you know, you work really hard and you tell yourself, one day this won't be my life. One day I want better. And most of the time, parents want to do better for their children. They want their kids to live a better life than they did. But I wanted my mother to live a better life too while I'm still here. Absolutely. And so... She goes straight to the clearance. I'm like, my God, mom, stop doing that. So she's like, no, no, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, mom, you have a credit card, anything you want. So finally she sat down because she said she was tired. Her back was hurting her. We sit down and I just thought, I just got this feeling to tell her. I'm like, you know, maybe nobody ever told her. So I said, mom, I just want to tell you, I, you know, I love you and I'm doing this because I want you to be happy. And you always go to the clearance section, mom, but you are not on clearance. And she just started bawling. And I just thought, man, you see, what she was looking at was a reflection 
of how, what she believed about herself. Sure. And that broke my heart. Oh my goodness. You know? You're breaking mine so right I'm now. like, <laughs> I get it, mom. So you can get a couple of things on clearance, but you're going to get something new. You're walking out here with something new, you know? <laughs> and uh, so then I started thinking about it. What's, what's clearance behavior? Yeah. And what is luxury behavior, right? Because at the end of the day, where each of us is a unique creation, a masterpiece. And so we should be treated like we're in the front window on display with the light shining us on us, as opposed to way in the back in the big mess. Have you ever gone to clearance section? It's all messy and everything's everywhere. Everything's thrown all over the place. Like nobody gives a damn about it, you know? And so um, that's how the TEDx talk came about. And I, I, I was terrified. I have to say oh, that was scarier than doing it. my own one woman show. And that was really pretty freaking scary too. That's amazing. Uh, I was terrified, just terrified, but <laughs> well, I'm I gotta so say, happy I did it. It was awesome. You know? I, I, I caught that. I caught the video. I, I watched the whole thing in its Thank entirety you. and it was very cool. You did, and you did a great job, by the way. Thank you. Thank and the you. Stories, yeah, I, was, I was really, really scared. And my yeah. feet were killing me. Oh. <laughs> between us, between us, my feet were killing me. I was like, oh my God. But uh, they could check it out on YouTube if they want. You no and doubt. I and Clarence, it's, it's there. So listen, yeah. uh, Judy, let's dive into, and I wish I could talk about all your episodes on your podcast, It's a Beautiful Life, because they really are meaningful. And one of the things, you know, my audience, I always talk about, you know, business, entrepreneurship, right? The ups and downs mm -hmm. of it all, but also valuable life lessons. And one of the topics I always, always bring up, it's change. Change is something that's so difficult for so many of us, you know, whether it's a business decision, whether it's a life situation at home, whatever it may be, especially this year in 2020, which impulsed me to launch the 2020 entrepreneur T20E world really is because of the pandemic. Everything mm -hmm. that we have been accustomed to doing, it just got flipped upside down, which leads mm -hmm. me into, you know, one of your podcast episodes was phenomenal. And I know, I, I wish I could talk about it all, all but I'm going to just choose two. Let's talk about the stages of grief, obviously dealing with the changes of the pandemic, you right. know, and how it affects individuals. It affects everyone differently. Mm -hmm. So let's yeah. touch upon it. It was, uh, I believe, it was the seven stages of grief that we go through. Yeah, it's basically, you know, I did a workshop about this during the pandemic. I, I gave a free workshop on Zoom. Thank God for yeah, Zoom. Yeah, right. And, um, and Google Meet and everything. Yeah. And I just wanted people to understand that part of the reason they were struggling was not just the not knowing, but also because in reality, we are grieving the life we used to have. And if people can understand that, it'll be a little bit easier to handle. We still have to go through it, right? Grief mm -hmm. is something you have to go through. But if you understand what those stages are, it makes it a little bit easier. Sure. So for example, the first stage of grief is shock. Absolutely. So I remember going home in my car, putting the radio on and hearing them say, they're thinking about closing the malls. And I was like, wow, they get a... Really? Hmm, that's interesting. Nah, they're not going to close the malls, right? And then I get home and I took the, I put the TV on and not only did they close the malls, but they stopped all games and they closed down the theater district in New York City. It's like, when does that ever happen? Holy shock, complete shock. And I also like to compare it, like, remember when 9-11 came, everybody oh. remembers where they were, when it happened, Absolutely. right? When it happened, when you heard the first tower fell, the shock of it. So the first thing is absolute shock because the foundation that makes you feel safe, the thing that makes the life predictable for you, that everyday routine that we have has been taken away. It's been literally pulled out from under us. So the yeah. first stage is shock. The second step is denial. 
pandemic's not gonna last that long. No, they're, they're just exaggerating. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. That that's fake news and all this other stuff. No yeah. way, you know. And then the next step is anger. Sure. You know? You just get pissed. Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. Why now? That's when the you know, reality I had this plan and in. I had that plan. Or oh, I just started this new job. I just moved into this new house. How am I gonna pay my bills? And you get angry and you get angry at the government and the governors. Just just let us just do what we want to do. We don't want to wear masks anymore. We're freaking tired of it, right? Sure. And then after anger is bargaining. Oh yeah. Oh, well the negotiation well, maybe, stage. Maybe, you know, maybe I mean I, I mean I wear the mask if there's other people around or uh <laughs> Let me see, you know, maybe if I, maybe if I don't wash my hands at this place, let me see if anything happens. You know, you just, you just say, or, or you say, you know what? You say you're a prayer. God, if you just take this pandemic away, I promise I'll never eat Cheetos again, you know? And it's our way of trying to gain control back of a situation that we have no control over. And then after bargaining is yeah. sadness. sadness. It's just depression. It's like, holy crap, this is for real. Yeah. And you just start to feel sad. And that's when we started binging on Netflix and eating yeah. whatever the hell we wanted to. And then we cried and we talked to each other. Why is this happening? I don't understand. And of course, people literally died Ugh. and getting the news. Yeah. People, I mean, I, lo I lost five people myself. Ugh. And one of them was my ex-manager. And it was just, I, I was in shock yeah. because he was such a strong real like a warrior kind of man sure. and to know that covid took him was oh, like what so and then finally you have testing you know like i said you start to test the waters, the waters. all right i'll go to the supermarket but i'll wear the mask and i'll put gloves on and then when i get in my car i'm going to disinfect my hands and then you get home and you're like okay I, I think that felt okay. I think I could do that. I think I could do that again. And finally you just get to a point where you're like it is what it is. Acceptance. Yeah. This is it. And this is the part that everyone has the biggest problem with, right? Change is like a river yeah. and it has a current and the current oh. is strong. The current is strong. And so you either flow with it, you be with the water, right? Because what does the water do? The water is hard and it's going and it's flowing in a certain direction, but it's going over rocks and under streams and branches and leaves and it's going through fish, but it's, it moves, it's malleable, it can transform. And so... When it comes to change, you've got to be like the water. You've got to go with the flow. When you swim against the currents, when you swim against the obvious, you make it harder. So by acceptance, you, it's not that you just totally give up. It's not surrender. Sure. It's just saying, this is the truth of what it is. So what do I do now? And when you realize that, and by the way, the stages of grief come in all different. I gave you the stages, but they don't necessarily go come in that, in that order. order. Sure. They can jump around. Absolutely. And matter of fact, you can get to acceptance and go back to anger again. Oh, yeah. Especially if you had yourself a bad day. You can oh, be like, what the hell, man? Yeah. You know, when, yeah. you know, like I felt it the other day. It's like, God, you know, they, 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 they pushed over the. They, they pushed the opening of, of a theater again. Oh, my and goodness. the reason why that matters to me is because I was planning to bring back my one woman show in June. Oh, and we, we had the whole thing planned. We were theater shopping and everything. And now it, it just keeps getting pushed forward and pushed forward. But you know what I do? I say to myself, if I was supposed to do it, it would have happened. It would have happened. If it was so, meant to be, it'll may. Right. It'll, yeah. So this is what the listeners need to understand, whether you're an entrepreneur blue collar worker, white collar worker, unemployed, whatever the case is, this whole pandemic is one major pause button. It's putting a pause on everything. It's saying, we've gone a little too crazy. We're doing a little too much. We're a little too busy. We need to stop. Stop. 
That's what life is saying. The universe, the entire universe is telling everybody, stop, take a moment, reassess your life. Do you like it? Are you happy? Are you happy with who you're with? Are you happy with what you're doing? Do you even know why you're here? What's your purpose? You know, clean your house, declutter, organize. You know, this is an opportunity to do all those things that we complained we didn't have time to do. So true. So true. I, f- so. I mean, we found ourselves in the same boat, just like everybody else, right? And my goodness, they, I, I'll admit, there was a time when I was coming home and I'm just like, my goodness, I don't know how long this is going to go. I mean, mm-hmm. then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I heard of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> This my, thing called TikTok. My oh my kids, God, what is that? Oh my kids. Oh, I think they went through all I'm those seven. Too, by the way. They went through all those seven <laughs> stages because their father was on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> but that kept my sanity. And I'll tell you one of the things, yes. Judy, is I also learned to have a little extra compassion and patience with people because I realized quickly that there was individuals having a very difficult time accepting change they're grieving and they're definitely in one of those you know like you said i might be in line to get my cup of coffee and the person in front of me might be angry at the moment the person behind me might be in denial so a little patience compassion and i i ask everybody to continue to have that just love one another we'll get through this don't worry we will get through this and i think judy you said it perfectly it's just a pause button you know, yeah. just need a little. It's patience. a big reset button. You yeah, can reset yeah. your whole life right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no mm-hmm. doubt. I mean, the more people I speak to about entrepreneurship, business, what they did, everybody uses an interesting word, and I've been using it myself, and that's pivoting. We've all had to pivot one way or another, whether it's our lifestyle or whether it's the business, the way we went about it. I mean, look at our meetings today. Normally, I'd have you right next to me in our studios, Julie. Yeah, yeah. And now today, it's all virtual, and yeah. this is what it is for now. I personally, you know. I'm Ecuadorian. Everything is touchy, feely, lovey, huggy, kissy. Uh, yes, we're very affectionate. Yeah, and you know, it's hard, but you know, so I'll give you a big yeah. virtual hug there, Judy. Yeah, you thank you. Likewise, you say, you know, pivot, and I, I like to call it execute plan B. Yes, yeah, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, it's like everyone has the plan A, and we all take it for granted that it's going to just keep on going. Yeah. You know, years ago in the 90s, when freestyle had temporarily quote unquote died and I stopped having shows, it was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with myself? So that taught me always have something else planned. So that's why I'm glad, you know, that I had taken the training to become a coach and I had just decided to do the podcast and things like that. So it's kept me busy and it's given me something to do because without something to do, I'd be losing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I think we you know, all so if, if you don't have a plan B, it's a good time to think about it. And plan B doesn't have to necessarily be starting a new career. Plan B could simply be, you know, I always wanted to learn Italian, Yeah. you know, or I always wanted to learn flower arranging, something silly like that, just Absolutely. a little hobby, something that brings you some joy yeah. that your brain is working no doubt. and you're thinking about things and you're you know you're making something happen so you're not yeah. just sitting there because the people who are struggling the most are the ones who are stuck ah, so don't I be agree. stuck no. move great advice something. great advice judy mm-hmm. and i'll tell you one thing uh as rough as going through the the peak of the covid months you know let's say it was april and may one of the benefits and and positives i'd have to say i noticed families sitting together more often doing yes. di- doing different things having dinner together, playing board games, creating puzzles once again. I thought that was uh, really cool, you know, and I hope 
I hope that part don't change. <laughs> I hope people. Yeah, I think that's been that's been a gift. Actually, I, I agree. Been given to us, I agree. You know, and like you said, it's like oh my god, the poor kids are looking at us at the table. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we we're supposed. Oh, what 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 do you mean conversation? <laughs> Another puzzle. And they're looking at their phones. You know, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, it forced me to cook more. Oh. And now yeah. I I don't even like cooking anymore because of it. But <laughs> it, but it was good. You know, it 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 finally made us realize. You know, look back to basics. Sure. You make your own food. You stay home. You spend time with your family. That's yeah. the basics. Yeah, for sure. Listen, be before we uh, we wrap up, I, I really do want to just finish up with another one of your episodes because it it's understanding that things happen for reasons, which we just talked about, right? But you mm -hmm. had one episode, and it was about when one door closes. I don't know if it was another one opens, but I really do. No, wanna... it was. I think. I think it was when one door closes, open another. Yes. You know, it was just it's, something. It's the message about not forcing things to happen. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we all we all have things that we want, you know. And for example, I went in an audition, mm -hmm. and I auditioned for Empire. Oh, cool. And it was a great role. It was three scenes. It was a recurring role. I was like, yes, more than one episode. Biggest audition so far. And I worked so hard on it. And I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. And finally, I just said, it's driving me crazy. The anxiety of hoping for the phone call and looking at the phone and did they call and did I miss a call? And it's, it's too much. It's too stressful. You know, I think about the time, for example, where an opening came up on KTU from 10 a.m. to 3. That's like the best radio shift you can have. You get into work after the rush hour, you get home before rush hour traffic, you can still be with the kids. You can, oh, it's a perfect shift. I've been praying for that shift forever and it wasn't coming, it wasn't coming. And finally, I just said, you know what? If God wanted to give it to me, I would have it. So maybe there's something better. And the best thing is the universe sometimes has a bigger plan for you than you have for yourself. So you can't force something to happen because when you force it to happen, it's almost like not trusting right. that life has something good prepared for you. Yes. You know, so I bought this bracelet that says, what is for me shall not pass me. And that's a reminder to me that if it's meant to be mine, it will be mine. And then turns out I didn't get the shift. I didn't get the role, but you know what, if I didn't, if, if I had gotten those things, I never would have done my one woman show. And my one woman show was supposed to be one night only. And it turned into four months. Oh, that's awesome. So if I had those roles, I wouldn't have had, and that was the best experience of my life. And I wouldn't have had that show happen if I did that. So if you see that you're trying to get your foot in the door for something and it's not working, maybe it's time to just try another door. That's right. Or just give up the fact and just say, if it's meant to be mine, it will be mine. The most important thing is that when opportunity comes, you're prepared for it. Absolutely. Because people think it's luck. It's not luck. No. It's when an opportunity meets you, but you're prepared for it. So you have to work towards being prepared. Well put, and Judy. And then hopefully it will come. And if not, you just keep on trying something else until something will happen. And you'll look back one day and say, oh my God, thank God I didn't get that. Or thank God I ended up with that guy because I ended up with this guy. That's right. And so you can't force relationships either. You definitely can't force love. No. Don't force yourself to, don't try to force someone to love you who's telling you they don't love you. Please, It no. doesn't work. It does not work. And you're right. You Things know? happen for reasons. And I'm a firm believer, Judy, that, you know, not to force anything is so true. Great advice. And when one door does close on you, there's always another door that will open. As a matter of fact, I don't think I'd be sitting here if 
think about this. I mean, if the yeah. pandemic didn't happen, if I wasn't sitting in my office one day alone thinking we got to review, rethink and reinvent ourselves. And all of a sudden I pivot, I launched a podcast, yeah. you know, you and I wouldn't be and talking. And imagine all of a sudden Dr. Phil contacts you and says, Hey, I heard that episode. I want you oh. to be a guest on my show. Boom. Yeah. That's how life works. So, it so it's good that you, you just have to be open to possibilities of doing something else. Yes. And you never know where it's going to bring you. That's and as awesome. long as you're trying, you're not going to fail because there's no such thing as failures. They're just lessons. They're teaching you things because they're preparing for you for something better later on. Awesome. So it's such great advice, and it, it just complements so many of the episodes that I have talked about in the past. You've summarized everything in just one, one talk. So I, I thank you so much for that. So, Judy, before we wrap up, if I were to say, what one advice would you give our listeners? What would that one advice be? And you've already given us so many throughout today's episode, but what that one advice, what would it be? Hmm. Well, since we're all sharing this pandemic experience together, I would say the best thing about change is it always changes. So we will not be in this situation forever. So just hold on and trust that it will get better. It will. It will. I promise you it will. Not today, but it will. <laughs> uh, Judy, that's awesome. Bravo, bravo. Because I think that's great Thank advice. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to all our listeners out there. I happen to be a true freestyle fan. So for me, today has been like a dream come true. Uh, not only am I, are we sharing great advice to all of you listeners out there, but I get to chit-chat with one of my dream idols here, the queen of freestyle, Judy Torres. Uh, and it's amazing how life happens and the situations you come across in your life, you know, growing up. Starting a business, entrepreneurship, next thing you know, listen, I'm on a podcast, and now all of a sudden, Judy and I are talking about some episodes that we have on both of our podcasts. Judy has, her podcast is It's a Beautiful Life. By the way, I got to ask you, in 20, I know it was 2010, 2012, something like that, you, you wrote a song, The Beautiful Life, right? It's, it's the intro song. Oh, is that I, I your wish song? I wrote it, but I recorded it. You recorded, I recorded it. it. Yeah, it's called Beautiful Life, I, which I, I think I think it's the, it's the I, hit song I that love, never was. Because it I have been love a hit. that Thank intro. You. And I was like, yeah, I love that song. Oh, my too. goodness. I love it. Yeah, I love it's And it's such an awesome intro to the podcast. So for all my listeners out there, follow Judy Torres. It's a beautiful life because there are some valuable life lessons that we could all learn from. And Judy, before closing, would you do me a favor? Would you... Would you hit a tune for me, please? One of my favorite songs, maybe. Which which tune would you like? All right, I'll just give I'll give you a little bit. Which little, a tiny bit. Uh, let's go with uh -huh. um, let's go with uh, let's see. No reason to cry. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Happiness. Let's see. Um, there's no reason for you to cry, my love, cause I'll always be around. So dry your tears, my love. I'm here. Always standing by your side. No, there's no reason for you to cry, my love, because I'll always be around. So dry your tears, my love, I'm here. Always standing by your side. Whoa. Judy, thank you so much. What a way to end a valuable week. Judy, thank you so much. To all our listeners out there, I hope you found valuable, valuable lessons in today's podcast. Judy, thank you 
And to my fans and listeners of T20E World, this is Judy Torres and Hugo, and we are checking out.